Hello, everybody. You are watching Real Life with Duke White. I'm Duke White. And today we have our guest, Bill Worrell, with us. Thank you for being here today, man. Appreciate you so much. Uh, Bill has been a icon in the community for a long time. Now, I know you're going to say no. I know you're going to say exactly. I get it. But the truth of the matter is he actually has been a major influence in faith-based media and, and a catalyst in trying to uh, really get the message of Christ out in creative, effective ways. Uh, he's also the author of the book Mountain Movers. So today we're going to talk about uh, what the book is about and what inspired you to really get into it. What inspired you to write Mountain Movers? Well, before K, um, we, we had the uh, magazine, we, we Connect Magazine. It's an online magazine. And um, after about, oh, on the air, about, about 10 years, okay? And um, we were over in Israel. Sitting in a bus with uh, Tim Lambert, I said, people, four of us. And this one lady said, you should be writing books. <laughs> and his wife, says, I told him the same thing. My wife sitting here, elbowing me, said, I told him that. <laughs> here comes Tim Lambert behind me, right? Says, the idea of a book you've got, run with it. It was about turning uh, the magazine into a book, right? So I told the story about how we got the magazine going. And... Um, uh, that's how we got going. Yeah. And, and the, I, I know media has been a, a big passion of yours. And wh why is it that you think the church has struggled to really take media seriously? I really believe that when they see media, they see stars. They see stars. And when they see stars, they think you're not real. You're not real. And uh, we were going down. Mark Sharona asked me to come in down to his church, right, having a car down there with uh, Lance Walner. He said, come down. And I said, we're going down with it to my wife. And she said, Bill, these people, I said, they're people. Lance and Mark, they're people. But she had to get down there and, and meet them, okay? While she was down there, we're talking. They helped us relaunch the magazine. And um, we're going out from the church, headed back to the hotel. And uh, she said, stop the car. What are you doing? She said, Bill, they're people. <laughs> they're like me and you. I said, that's right. That's why they're approachable. Because they're not churchy. They're not, they don't think they're stars. But it's this. That's why people stay away from media. Mm -hmm. Because they don't trust it. They don't, they don't trust the media because they're afraid the ego's going to get involved. Mm -hmm. and, and I do understand the, the challenge. The, the, one of the questions that a lot of people ask, can believers even be famous, right? Because mm -hmm. there's, and I'm like, any believer that accepts their responsibility in, in their divine Amen. identity can actually lead in any department. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In, in, in reality, you know, I mean, so as long as you're willing to accept your responsibility as a believer, there's really no place that mm -hmm. we can't lead. Uh, when we when we lead, if if we lead by following Christ, right, if Christ is our image and mm -hmm. we're leading by following that mm -hmm. uh, and, I, and that's what kind of my my goal has always been is uh leading by example, right? So if Christ is my, if that's who I'm following, I'm leading people yeah. to Christ. And I think media uh, has the ability to lead people in a massive way. And this is why it's so important for people to come together with, with all of our gifts and resources. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to ask you, why is it so difficult to get believers to support 
the gifts and the, the writings and the, it's almost like once we buy a Bible and we tithe, we think we've done enough for, for the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. Why, why is it so hard to get believers to invest in kingdom uh, outreach and kingdom businesses? Years ago, I had a, a magazine called uh, The Christian Connection. We're a print magazine, right? And, uh, but people like to read it, but not support it. And uh, back then, I was going to Rock Church with Pastor John Jimenez. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a pastor, my, my friend, pal. And one day, he, I said, how's it going, Bill? I said, do you like to read it, but not support it? He said, one thing i never forget. He said, Billy, for believers, the last thing delivered is... <laughs> the last thing delivered is the wallet. The last thing <laughs> Once you get someone who can freely give, they're free. Yeah. They're free of mammon. That, that's a good point. That's a good point because the scripture does say where a man's treasure is, there his heart is also. Hi, I'm Robert Shepard. America has approximately 580,000 homeless people. My area of Virginia estimates 5,783 people living on the streets. A Google search can show the homeless number in your state. You can make a difference. Please send a message that God loves the homeless and has not forgotten them. Go to www.comingsoonjesus.org and click on Fundraising. Purchase the Coming Soon Jesus t-shirt or hoodie. The CSJ team delivers the shirts and hoodies to homeless shelters, churches, and even directly to the homeless. Together, we can make a difference. Together, we can help the homeless. Please go to www.comingsoonjesus.org. Purchase a t-shirt or hoodie for the homeless today. God bless you as you bless the homeless. Uh, and I know what, I think what happened is when TV evangelists came out, oh, yeah. we only saw that dynamic and they didn't even know at the time how to manage the pressure, right? So they're saying, they're looking at the television bill, their church bills, they're looking at, and they're going, we need your support. We need, <laughs> we need your support. And it became about something it wasn't, not realizing that the viewer is seeing them talk more about money than they are. So, cause that, that's such a, a, a delicate conversation about where money goes. Right. And that, that it's such a delicate conversation because, you know, uh, one of, one of the issues is how much authority does the church have in, in people's lives? So it's almost like if I'm a pastor and I'm asking you to tithe, you know what I mean? But when you need me, Right. And I don't show up, mm-hmm. you know, p- people kind of start seeing what a, what yeah. a hustler looks like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that, that's the thing. I think that one of the reasons why media is so important right. is because it gives us the ability to tell the message in a clear way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't hear it in parts. And so when you do these 30 minute segments, right. And you don't, and you're not getting the whole message, especially when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that you don't want in segments. Yeah. Because you're going to hear it the wrong way. You need to hear it in its entirety. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, when we look at what's happening in today's generation, we have created a media culture, and it's important for the body of Christ to be a part of it. Why haven't you given up? Well, because it seems like you had the, the connection, the two magazines, and you're still writing. Why haven't you given up? Go back a ways. Um, about, which is about media. My, my daddy was Baptist, okay? He was born again, spirit-filled, Baptist, right? But whenever he saw some of these TV shows, he just shook his head. 
I said, Dan, why do you shake your head about these people? He said, when he saw the, uh, the uh, uh, evangelist, right, he said he saw a uh, used car salesman. <sighs> and, and that, and that, but when he began to see and meet Pat Robinson, it changed. He found it, he's Baptist, that maybe he's Holy Ghost Hill. No, he's still, he's real. He's real. But you know something, I think it's up to us, right? And um, uh, years ago at CBN Enforcement, right, um, uh, I was working in my dream area, CBN's first nice facility, right? And um, Pat, when they, he said, Bill, I want to talk to you after prayer. Now, when the press of CBN wants to talk to you, and I'm like 20, 28, right? Uh, I thought, you think about, am I going to see the principal? He said, no. He saw, he saw two things he would tell me. He saw two things in me. He said, Bill, I really believe that you're going to open a publication and you'll be on a, and you're going to be a broadcaster. I thought, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to tell you. And that's, that's the end of it. And it was like 30, 40 years ago, right? But here's the thing. When someone tells you, brings you a story, you might be... You should really listen because you may be hearing a word of God from you. He saw down the road, forty years. Then I have I've opened a magazine, been on radio. But is this though? Is this? Uh, it's also part of you. We've all got our, our own story, our journey. Now you could decide: Are you going to quit, or are you going to follow it through? You know when. You know, we lost the kiosk that we had in Lynn Haven Mall. Uh, we could not get people to grasp the yeah. vision. Two things happened. One, um, of course, the whole purpose of us being there was to minister yeah. into the mall. Yeah. Like, if we tried to do it now, they would kick us out. Mm-hmm. So we had access. Most people don't know this, but as soon as we left, the next month, a psychic moved in. And they allow, and they allow they, of course they allow it. You yeah. know, the, the psychic moves in and they're flourishing, right? Mm-hmm. I noticed that, that, I know you saw my downtime. You saw me stressing out. You saw the effect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, I want you to know something. We're so important to each other. Yeah. I, I was facing suicide. Mm-hmm. I was facing alcoholism. Mm-hmm. I was facing all of this stuff, trying to build something for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And the lack of response was making me feel like, like I, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's why I said, why, why didn't you give up? I had zero reason to stay in the fight mm-hmm. until I thought about Christ mm-hmm. by himself carrying that cross and nobody, like the disciples abandoning him. And I had to just focus on that image. Yeah. And when he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. Now, some of you guys are going to say, did he just compare himself to Christ? Yeah. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, just like I said, yeah. le- leading and keeping him my focus mm-hmm. is why I stayed in the fight. But the la- there was nothing I have experienced. I, being abandoned by brothers and sisters in Christ was probably the most painful thing I've ever experienced. Now, here's what's crazy. When I was expecting an army, God sent maybe five people. Greetings, fellow business owners. I'd like to pose a question. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the pressures of meeting the digital demands and the time-consuming processes in our technologically advanced modern society? Don't lose hope. We're here to provide assistance. With decades of experience, our team has successfully achieved our clients' objectives catering to various entities such as small businesses, international organizations, 
churches, artists, and more. At Bright Herd LLC, our commitment lies in aiding you to transforming your brilliant concept into reality. We tirelessly work to fulfill your requirements for mobile apps, game development, and digital web development, ensuring safety, security, user-friendliness, and most importantly, illuminating your bright message clearly. As a Bright Herd client, our ultimate goal is to see your success and satisfaction shining brightly. And those five people that stood by us, you know, which we appreciate so much because they were there. This is how God only needs a few people. If you're willing to stay in the fight, these five people that stay there gave us enough courage to go into the new chapter, which was to stay in our fourth season of the television. And now we get to be here with you and so many other pros. You see what I mean? So it was like by the kiosk, I could have. I call it the wounded warrior, mm-hmm. where we can either stay in the fight or we can let the wound infect us. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, we're, we're no longer effective because mm-hmm. we've been infected. When you see these ups and downs, and like you've written this book, how do you control that? Because I really want to talk to the other authors out right. there. How do you control it where, you're, where it's about the content of the book versus I got to get sales? Yeah. Think about it. When I wrote this book, right, um, um, people, when they know your background, right, um, uh, they know that you've got something that, I have something that they wouldn't feel, right? And um, um, uh, the guy that was my webmaster, David Laylor, he was my best friend, right? And, and he lost his fight with cancer after about eight years. When that happened, I was working in the eighty room, also, I left working in that. I was hurting. I was hurting. But it's this type. What, friends come along and they help you, right? Stephanie Bustada wrote a song and said that. Why do we hurt our own wounded? Oh. Here's the thing. But we care for the people who are unsaved, right? But the church is a hospital, too. Church, the church is a hospital, as well as an equipping center. But it's this thing. Uh, we also we have also got to take care of ourselves, right? Um, about me and my wife, we were married for 20 years, right? Divorced for 14 years. And then one day at embassy, well, I was going to share about the magazine, right? And um, I got a text on my phone. It said, I'm coming to your church, my ex-wife. That morning at embassy, we got back together again. <laughs> After 14 years, right? 14 years. But it's this time. Is this things like that, right? Changes our story. Jesus, when we come to Him, we we, we come to Him to, to follow Him, to follow His journey, right? To to go with Him, right? And is this? If we'll just stay in the journey, He'll send whatever we need to bring healing to us. Yeah, bring healing to us to bring to equip us, right? Like you found out. Right. But, but I, 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 yeah, I had to stay in the, like you said, stay on the journey. Yeah. I, I, I got to say this to everybody out there. Uh, be very careful not to be ashamed 
of your warfare. Warfare is natural, right? Yeah. We're, we're, this is a broken, fallen world. This is a world that doesn't want mm-hmm. believers. They don't want to believe in salvation. They don't want, they want to believe the worst thing because that's the easiest thing to believe, right? And so this is the weirdest thing. Cause just like I told you about the lack of support, right? Uh-huh. The, the part that gets me is when I realize that God believes in us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who am I to give up on people when God believes in us? If, if we were worth it for the son of God to die for, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. It, and it, it's bigger than salvation because it'd be like, oh, I believe. And then you just instantly get raptured mm-hmm. up. But he says, no, you believe and you stay here. And yeah. then you are going to be in a broken, fallen world. And you are going to develop and take territory mm-hmm. and establish things. And I'm like, wait a minute. God believes in us. Yeah. And, and when we believe in him, you know, that's where our strength comes from. Then the scripture starts making sense in my weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, he's made strong. And it's like, oh, I get it now. Uh-huh. I, we've got to really come to that end of self. And with that being said, this is, this is, this is really difficult. Because when you, people look at the Bible and they think that, well, that's just a fairy tale. And he didn't know what I feel. And one time Jesus said, Will you leave me also? <laughs> right. Uh, you will leave me too? Right. And what is, is it? Where do we go? The, one that has word of breath the of word of life. Yeah, the words right. of life. Where do, where do we go without the words of life? I, I literally was talking to my daughter about that today. That gave me goosebumps because mm-hmm. I, I just talked, I was talking to her about how technically, if, when, you, when you leave the studio, everywhere you go, all we do is follow words. Mm-hmm. So life really is about whose words are you going to believe? So when you wrote this book, what was the intent? Was it the intent to motivate who? Uh-huh. People who have thought that, um, well, me and my wife, we were gone, right? People said, well, that's the end of that marriage, right? God, when, she, when Tim Lambert married us again, right? At the beginning of the marriage, she said, um, this is a, their marriage is a picture of everyone who comes to Jesus. Oh, wow. Because he brings people back. He, he reconciles, right? You know, he reconciles each one of us, right? Okay. So it's this. That's why I did the book. It's, it's a collection of stories. Half of it is um, my story, Creative Magazine, right? The other half is um, the best articles from the past 10 years. Current FM has good news. The FCC has approved our application to triple our radio signal. We get to go up in power. We've been praying for this for so long, but we can't do this without your help. We are asking you to help fund this power increase as we'll need to buy a bigger transmitter and antenna. The price for these items alone will be approximately $75,000. Can you help us reach the amount needed so we can quickly get the power increase up and going? You can easily donate securely online at CurrentFM.com. You can also send in a check to Current FM, 3500 Virginia Beach Boulevard, Suite 201, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23452. We are nonprofit and tax deductible. It's because of your prayers that we received favor from the FCC, and we can't thank you enough for those prayers and for your financial support through the years. Help Current FM in reaching more people and seeing more lives changed in the years ahead. Right. And they tell their own stories in there. And some of them will, um, uh, uh, once about um, a guy who was alcoholic, right? Name has been sober for 30 years, okay. And uh, one, is, one is about um, identities. 
How about identities today? They're trying to make our kids lose their identity, right? But the, the one job of the father is to tell you what your identity is. Mm -hmm. One guy tells that in here. Wow. You know, the, 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 it's so interesting you brought up they the identity. The hard questions. Yeah, and we, we have to do that. You know, we, we absolutely have to do that. One thing that's funny about identity mm -hmm. is when, when the Lord said, you have permission to be like me, mm -hmm. that was terrifying. Yeah. Because I'm like, wait, no. Usually when you start to walk in your authority as a man or a woman of God, the first thing people say is, you're not perfect, you're not God, da da da, da right? And, I, and when God said, no, you're, you can be like me. Mm -hmm. And I realized that was the purpose of humanity, Amen. was to be like God. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and we, we, he wants us to be, and I started thinking, what father doesn't want yeah. their kids to, to like be like them? Like that's, you know, of course he wants us to be yeah. like him. And what, what really happens is that we identify our identity more with why we're not like him. Yeah. And we denounce that permission that he created that. Mm -hmm. And if we really can harness that, wow, he actually gave us permission to be forgiving as he is forgiving, to be loving as he is loving. And I think what happens is instead of pursuing his identity that we have permission and access to, yeah. we try to create culture out of where we're not. Yeah. And, and so we end up, we kind of have to not. And I think it is definitely an issue of belief and unbelief. Now, I do want to ask you about the writing process and, and uh, you know, you said you put the magazine together, you know, and, and of course you wrote this book in order for it to be read, mm -hmm. you know, um, we know that the enemy doesn't just let that happen. What were some of the attacks that you faced when trying to put the book together? Cause writing, God bless all of you authors out there. <laughs> you got kids, you got family, you got life. You got, you're trying to make money. Seriously, God bless you. Stay focused, mm -hmm. keep writing. Don't be discouraged. But what were some of those attacks that you, maybe you can tell someone what to expect? Tam, Tam, okay. Uh, but the other part is this though, issue of notions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I mean, you can get an issue and write about it. If I can just get a title, I can go with it, okay. But while I'm doing this, okay, can the one point I had to talk about David Layler. Mm -hmm. And uh, gotcha. came to the part about when he was getting me to lose his fight, okay. All of a sudden, my wife heard me, you know, you know, you know we're gas, you know, right. we're gas, we don't cry, we, right. we don't cry. But it's just like, when I was going through my own counselor, I learned one thing you can't heal if you don't feel, and you can't write if you don't feel. Oof. And men, we have a problem with that. You know? It's killing but once us. You, once you get to a point where you're broken, you don't mind doing that. Yeah. You don't mind doing that. So we have, uh, coming up, we have a uh, someone who's been on the show before, uh, Pastor Joe Combe is going to be coming. We have a program called uh, Neo Talks that we do on Real Life with Duke White. It's a, it's, we're going to do about three a year 
where we have someone come and they just focus on a specific subject, just like TED Talk. So you've seen this before, uh, but he's actually going to be talking about yeah. grief, uh, particularly with men. So it, listen, ladies, if you want to understand your men better, uh, this is going to help you. So don't yeah. think just because it's about men yeah. that, you know, but ladies, it is going to help you. If you. Kids, if you want to know why your dad's crazy, <laughs> this is going to help you understand why. Uh, so uh, I haven't heard the message yet, so I'm going to be experiencing it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm looking forward to it. But I just had to let that be known because gotcha. of what you just said yeah. about like holding these feelings in. I almost want to cry right now because just you saying that like the loss of a friend, mm-hmm. knowing how lonely being a man is, that is a huge deal. Oh, hey, before, part of David Layla's um, personality was he was a character. He was a joker. We were, had uh, less invited me to, to come down to uh, Morningstar and share, right? Going to go on the air and share about the magazine, right? And, um, um, uh, got, got, but my wife couldn't go. So he said, have, have Lance go. I, mean, I have David go. So we're getting ready to sign in, okay? And um, the lady said, well, where's Mrs. World? And David said, here I am. <laughs> but just, he was a joker, right? But just so, part of being a Christian is being new. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have fun. I, I don't believe that Jesus ran on the seashore. seashore. He played with the kids, right? But it's just like, we're to be... Right. The that Jesus taught was, he taught us how to be human. Yeah. And I, and I think that's what... Listen, God is not ashamed of our humanity. Amen. Amen. And I think that we've turned it into something. Now, it, are there two dynamics to our humanity? Yes, there's the flesh and the spirit. Mm-hmm. But for him to say something like, you know, the joy of the Lord is Amen. our strength. Like there's joy involved. This should trigger something, right? This mm-hmm. should trigger that God wants us to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And the the issue, I think, is that the when we fulfill the flesh, there's always regret oh. attached to it. You know, and uh, and and I I do want to say this, even fulfilling the flesh in grief, because you like when you grieve and it's in an unhealthy way, yeah. it just adds to the grief. Adds to it. You know, uh, listen, guys, we're out of time, and we thank you so much. you got to come back on the All show. Right. Can you tell everybody how to get in contact with you and the website and, and, and how to connect with you? You can reach me at um, uh, weconnectmag.com. Just go there. Reconnectmag.com. And listen, guys, you can find him on Facebook. Uh, Now, you have a new Facebook account because you got hacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't you love it? (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, so, guys, please make sure you check out, uh, is is it more more cyber ed, right? More cyber ed. Is, Is that what it is? MoreCyberEd.com. Uh, that is a security mm-hmm. thing, uh, security like cybersecurity. Please make sure you check that out because oh, it's very important to to check out. Be careful what you're doing on social media and all that stuff. You can get hacked. Please be careful with that. It's very very important. All right, guys, we're out of time. We love you very much. Be good to each other out there. See you soon.